Hello, everyone, and welcome to Steel Blade Showtime. I am your host, Brandon. As almost always, I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Eric, how are we doing this week? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. I am over the funeral moon about all of the spoilers over this past, over this weekend. We're recording late Sunday night, uh, so we can have seen most everything. You know, we're... I was just geeking out all day. We had a little we had a little party this afternoon to watch all the spoilers together. Get some reps in. It's delightful. And we got we were chilling last night with the buds when the new Leviah got revealed. Yes. Oof. The hype train was remarkable. This is the kind of thing that like we've said it over and over again, but the community here is unbelievably good in no other game have i been like <laughs> willing to stay up until how, how late were we on that call like 1 30 in the morning Only like 1 1 30 yeah just just to see a few pieces of card text we got to see the levi reveal and we were also there to support tommy in his reveal as well yeah first time reveal Congrats, Tommy. That was... Hmm. You took that and you ran with it. That was delightful. He did a really good job. Um, and he's almost at the 500 subscribers on YouTube. Go do it, because I want to see that man in a full Leviah adult Leviah cosplay. Gary is the rabbit. Is that second part true? Is that... <laughs> I asked Gary about it, and he said yes. He's going to be dressed. He said it started off as a joke, and he said he's now. He's last I talked to him, he said he was going to do it. Oh my god, I need that so badly. <laughs> uh, That's so fantastic. So this week, I'm going to try and I'm going to keep it short and simple because we got a lot to talk about between Levi so and Vincent. Um, this week we. I went to one armory again. Shocker! I went, um, I made it out to fourth wall, and I created the Riptide defensive deck that we talked about last week. And round one, I got paired against Dex and, <laughs> and Reinar, and I was like, "Okay, cool. This is a terrible matchup for me." Yep. And what made it worse is he kept rolling five and sixes, and he like two back to back turns. I faced giant blood rush turns. I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna lose." Um, the, yep, yep, yep. And then I got the buy, so I was like, you know what? I went and bought a couple Monarch packs, and it treated me well because I got Phantasmal Footsteps out of three packs. Which is gorgeous. Huge crap. I finally got some of that Derek luck. Um, yeah, honestly. <laughs> and then, round three, played against Dromai. I was like, alright, cool, this deck does nothing against Dromai. <laughs> and so, literally just let him, it was literally just whittling me down to the point, I was literally at like 12 health, and I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna concede. So we don't have to keep going through this. I'm like, I can't. Be. And I explained. <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember the name. But, uh, that was Kellen. Yep. Thank you. But I was explaining how my deck worked and why Dromai was a terrible match. And I apologize for the terrible match. <laughs> <laughs> Dex loved the deck, though, so, because he loved the idea. Dex always loves when I show up with me or you show up with these goofy decks and then they work listen there 
there is so much room for spice in this game, and I love every second of it. Like, one of the things I don't think I've talked about yet, and it hasn't triggered yet, mind you, but as a one-of currently in my viscerae, I have Amulet of Echoes. There are just enough go-wide builds out and about that, hey, if you try to play the same card twice, I can say, all right, bye. Ditch the rest of your cards. Say that, but then you forget to pop it when I do it twice. Did that happen? Yeah, I played two Promise Plenties. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That one, I did have the opportunity, and I did not do it because I am not a good player. I well, set these traps, and the real trap was wasted potential. The, the, <laughs> the real the real trap was me going for one on the promise of plenty instead of just pitching it for a talishar. Yep. <laughs> that was the real wasted potential here. Um <laughs> but uh, I got two, so and then I got a yellow Phantom Banshee, which I then traded for a red one, so now I need one more. I have my place at a red, and I still got to get the blues, but I got time. I've got so many of them. Like I have been going to like every armory I can squeeze in, and oh, I'm thriving in phantoms. Uh, also, shout out to Dex, who went. You know what? You're really big on Vincent, and I'm not. And I don't have a use for this extra flail. Here you go. Just tossed it at me, the cold foil flail from the armory. Wild. So. So do you have any weird food that you ate this week, like lasagna and cereal, so that way Dex can come in and be like, <laughs> hold on, what? <laughs> Dex showed up to, uh, to our Wednesday armory. And I was just like, said hello to everybody, and then said, hold on. I need to roast Derek really quick here. <laughs> and just came at my life for that decision. Uh, but honestly, no. I ate like a standard human uh, with, with like, you know. I, I had some dino nuggets, but that's not out of the ordinary. Who doesn't want food in fun shapes? <laughs> So, you got anything quick you want to talk about Armory this week, or is it just normal Armories for you? There were a lot of fantastic games. Um, honestly, like, so many of them were so good and incredibly close. Um, but the thing, the two things that stand out to me the most is, one, uh, how unbelievably close... Uh, the match between myself on Viserai and Dex on Reinar was we were debating every choice. We were taking notes to see, like, all right, was this decision good? Like, we were deep in, like, the in the number crunching. Like, we'd let a turn or two go by and go, like, okay, but what were you actually going to do? Like, what was the actual, what was the other thing that you were debating? And debating every single thing, counting the number. Like, I was keeping a tally on my pad of how many times he rolled scabs. Because he mentioned, maybe I run beaten trackers and just try to, like, crush you down fast. Like, we were 
counting every little bit. Uh, and so that was an incredible game. I barely clinched it, uh, but the the real standout thing, the the uncommon thing that happened is that both on Wednesday and on Friday, I played Viserai into uh, Assassins, Arachne on Wednesday, Azuri on Friday, and do you know what both of them did? What I want you to take a guess. What, what, what did both of them do? Alright, um... Oh, this is a hard... I don't know, because like, the, I don't... The like... odds are so unbelievably like low. Oh, they both banished your Arknight shard! They both... Banished my Arknight shard. And what are the odds that both of them, in the same week, banished my Arknight shard? Was it same person or different person? Different person. Uh, the first was Ian, and the second, I believe his name is Michael. 90% sure. He comes in every once in a while. Um, but that just, the odds are so soul-crushingly low that, like, man, uh, oh, so it was it was so good. Like, I was, of course, frustrated because, like, you include this, what's it up to now, $500 card? $415. $415. $415 card. And you get ripped out of your hand twice. Oh, they were both times it was ripped out of hand. I believe so. I know the second was. See, I see uh, you have it a little worse. I feel like I had a little worse because my eye of Aphidia got banished off the top of my deck. Yeah. What are the odds it gets hit off the top of the deck? <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, you were probably going to draw and discard it next turn. It was not. I was 100% <laughs> pitching that. Uh, and anything else? Anything no, I think those things? were the big moments. Like ah. it, it was. Oh, that's right. Super fun armories all around, but those were the big standout shenanigans. So we we forgot to do it last week, so we're doing it again this week. The market watch. So this part of the show, we do our market watch on Corsham <laughs> because Derek Stas and bought Corsham. So Listen, I'm debating we, how much sealed product I need to buy for this versus how much I should be saving for singles. Because if everybody's as high on Vincent as I am, do, like, what, am I going to be paying thirty dollars for each one of these majestics? So, but also this way. So I understand where you're coming from, but this way we can also track the point where we both should have bought this card and didn't. Is it now? Is this the moment? Uh, right now, the rainbow foil is at $74, $75. The cold foil is at $149. There's still time. That's fine. I'm going to type in Blood of Drakai here <laughs> just to see it. because I'm pretty sure it dropped lower. Uh, it's at $41. Yep. And the cold foil is sitting at a whopping... Oh, there's none in stock. There's absolutely no cold foils listed. When did the last one sell? 
Uh, view sale history. Uh, the 25th of June. So nothing has been listed since the 25th of June. Then what did that but, sell for? Uh, 145. So yeah. about the same thing as Corsham. Yeah. <laughs> so. But we had huge reveals. So Vincent obviously got a lot. And oh. we were expecting a lot. And so she went from the Riptide that I see to me excited to play her. But the problem is... I got more fun tools for my brute of Leviah, plus a new technical. I don't know what you want to. What do we even call it? Is it a hero? Demi-hero I know it's a specialization. Is the official term. So does this mean that in technicality <laughs> that Shiana can run this card? Because it's a specialization. Yes. I mean, I don't see her ever getting 13 blood debt or going to 13 because of blood no, debt. No, but you totally could. <laughs> like, there's no reason to. It's no. it's legitimately just a poor choice. But you could. <laughs> yeah. But it's insane. Literally, this Leviah came out is insane. But first... Leviah has this very special place called The Banished Zone, which is also a good store that you should check out, thebanishedzone.com. I'm still working on their website. You know, it's getting, you know, more and more is added each day. Uh, they haven't added shipping yet. They're just, you know, they're, they're uh, trust me when I say they're working hard to get it up and running for everyone. But just make sure you check them out. And if you're in the area in Wernersville, go check them out. They have great prices on everything. Um you know, fairly they have they have flesh and blood singles listed. Here we'll go to uh, we'll go to crew. Let's see what they got in crew because <laughs> it's the first one that I just thought of. They got a Benji here, rainbow foil Benji. You can go get a rainbow foil Benji for a dollar. All right, you can get a rainbow foil Cokes Unlimited for ten fifty. I don't I, I don't know what the target price is, but this is a local game store run by local people. Support them. We got Fane Death. We got this really cool find the center. Got Flood of Force, a card that I've never even heard of. I love Flood of Force. But we got this real the best card in the game right here for fifty cents for a Rambo foil of Cavdane. Best card Ooh. in the game. And seriously, go check them out. Uh banishzone.com. Also, they are, like I said, in Wernersville. Um, no shipping yet, but like I said, they're working on it. They're working hard. They're gonna get it up and running. Um if you're like I said, if you're in the area, make sure to go check them out. They said they plan on having one case, hopefully, like as long as there's no other events monthly. Um, they got Dust Till Dawn listed, so you can pre-order Dust Till Dawn. Uh, on the eighth is their pre-release at four thirty. Uh, still have twenty-eight spots for that. I so, will be there. So make sure you go check them out. Great people, great store. Spanishzone.com. It'll be in the description below. Now, the only thing I don't need, I, I'm dumb and I forgot to do, is actually have the Leviah cards with me because it is not on February. So I gotta scroll up. But first, when we first saw this hammer, both of you and I had the same thought of this is not good. But I sat and thought about it. I'm like, you know what? That is not terrible. Because yeah. Leviah says if a card with six or more attack, 
has been put in your banish zone. It doesn't specify attack action card. Just a card with six or more attack is put in your banish zone. Cards you won't lose blood debt during the end phase. Which means you can just hold a yellow, minimum, and the Hellhammer, and just go, all right, once per game, I'm going to turn off blood debt. Do I yep. think it's really going to be that like useful? Probably not. No. But in Blitz, where your life totals are already obscenely close and fast, how many times are you going to swing your weapons? Probably oh, not a bunch. I mean, claws are good, but you got to discard for them. And with the new cards Levia has, you know, I've actually been considering taking out some some of the discard cards because she got a lot of good new tools. Yeah. But like I said, that hammer, like at first thought, I was like, oh, this is terrible. But I sat and I thought about it. I'm like, you know, this actually might have a niche use. But let's look at the new Leviathan card real quick. So it's a two-sided card. Which shadows. Yep. Uh, I was just going to say, like, the... I just want to put it out before we, like, get into the the details this is the first card of its kind like they are setting new expectations one of my favorite things about flesh and blood is so far every set has said hey here's a new thing that we're doing like here's directions we're taking the game and this is one of the coolest ones yes. please proceed captain levia <laughs> so first thing i want to point out is each art has a different artist so this is kind of cool because you could have a card signed on both sides by two different artists the original Levia artist i'm not i know i'm gonna butcher the names uh is so i'm not even gonna try to pronounce it um is the blast side with steve argyle as the redeemed side but let's get into the blast side so this card it says is a shadow demi hero slash demon on the plasma fet side. It is a legendary Leviathan specialization. So this is in your inventory. And while it is in your inventory, when blood debt reduces your life to 13, you may transform into plasma fet Leviathan consumed. And like Mansamp said on the stream last night, a lot of us, when we play this, you know, we never thought about it till now. Just one swift drop with blood debt. Blood debt ticks one at a time. So what is gonna happen is you might have 18, might be facing 15 blood debt, but you're gonna get ticked down 18 to 17 to 16. And then once you hit 13, you can transform Leviah into Blasmophet Leviah consumed. And then uh once each turn you may play a card with blood debt from your banner zone. We'll get back to that. Um, whenever a card is put in your banner zone, turn it face down. I will get back to that. But if you would lose life from blood debt, instead bench top card of your deck. So you're going to hit 13, transform into this, and then bench the top card of your deck and take no more blood debt. So in theory, you just saved yourself from 18, taking 15 blood debt, a whole, what, 12, no, 10 life. It, it super depends on what, like, you can save yourself 10, 15 life, uh, depending on just how much blood debt you were about to take. But like, because if, if you're at 14 and you were going to take two, you saved yourself one. Uh, granted, 
you're not going to flip into this if you only have two in your blood debt, because that's bad. <laughs> uh, but if you had, like like I've done, have 20 blood debt, and you <laughs> you go to flip, great! You're at 14. Instead of dying, you just you just lose like 16 cards. 19. That's how that would work. Math you don't lose hard. nine. You don't lose 19 cards. I don't think. I think it's just if you would take anything from blood debt, you just take the top card of your deck and banish it. But remember, each blood debt tick is separate. So for True. each blood debt you would take, you banish the top card of your deck, which is now face down. It is a very so interesting weird. and weird moment. Because you are going to fatigue yourself unbelievably fast. Uh, but. But you can also now, at the same time, if you are, like you said, at like some close and you're facing lethal blood debt, this now just goes, no, you're not. Granted, you're going to lose most of your deck. Sure. But, this is so maybe it's better to start running the stack with this if you're gonna. I was just gonna say we're at uh, fat stack hours. I'm like, well, time to go back to the stack. <laughs> Turns out I you what game I was, <laughs> but also once each turn you may play a card with blood debt from your banish zone. So like Mansant said, each turn, so. You can defend with a Guardian of the Shadow Realm, like he said, on your opponent's turn from the Banished Zone. Now, granted, it's going to get banished face down at the end of that, but you have a, I think it's six is how much it blocks for? Defense for six. Yeah. You spend a yellow, you block six power. That's insane. Like... And also, you could, oh wait, no, Expendable Imps does not have blood debt. Okay, never mind. So, but, you know, you never know what else you might, you might have an instant in there. There's some right. instant... There's shadow instance, you never know. Um so and then like you said, whenever it's put in your banish cell. But this card has literally just made Leviah so much better. But let's just say you're sitting at, you know, so the one thing that's gonna stink here is depending on where your life is, but if you're facing lethal blood debt, me, and you have 13 or more blood debt cards in your banish zone. You could also, instead of going, oh, I don't want to be Blasphemous, now you're Leviah Redeemed. And she says you're going to turn all the cards in your Banish Zone face down, transform into Leviah Redeemed. Um, like I said, you have to have 13 more cards uh, in your Banish Zone with Blood Debt, but then all cards you own lose Blood Debt. So you're at 8 life, but you're not facing any more Blood Debt, but your Hexagore now is going to not swing for 6 for free. Right. I, one of the things that I cannot wait to find out in the, uh, in the release notes when we get them, because like, uh, obviously, I was, I was joking about this with the, you know, the Banished Zones talking about doing the Brute Off, just bring all the Brutes, smash them against each other, best Brute wins, um, and my joke was, I'm just gonna run Rainbow Humble. What are you on a some sort of blood debt Leviah build? Lose. Now, now you're not gonna uh, lose. But 
at the same time, yes, you are. Uh, because, and here's the thing I want to, to wait to find out with the release notes. Something I'm super curious about is this is a hero card. Does hitting someone with humble disable the Leviah redeemed slash blasphemous Leviah consumed in your inventory? Because that's the thing that hasn't been mentioned just yet. Uh, these sit outside of your deck. So whenever the conditions are met, you flip. So I don't think it would disable it because it's technically not a hero in the game yet. And these are technically two different heroes. Th that's the question, right? Uh, now, it, it is important to note that if you do flip into one of these, Humble still does. Like, you would place this on top of Leviah, even if it doesn't hit it when it's outside of the game. Once it's in the game, that, that second clause, Leviah Redeemed, is going to be less dangerous, right? Because you, you first turn all your cards in your banish zone face down, which disables the blood debt. There's no more card text on it. But if you banish extra stuff, uh, that last portion, cards you own lose blood debt. Uh, anything that's newly banished uh, will do that. So here is my thinking on Humble, on why it will not work if you transform, because it says that hero. And the hero that you hit is Leviah Shadowborn Abomination. When it transforms, her name is no longer Shadowborn Abomination, making her no longer that hero. It is now Leviah or Blasmophat. Whatever which one you transform into, it would be that one. So right. since it's stating that hero, my this is just like me thinking, my, the way I'm thinking is, so if it humble hits a Leviathan, like I said, Shadowborn, Abomination, and it transforms, it is no longer that hero. That's my expectations too. I, I think you would have to land the humble after they have transformed. Because uh, if you do, even if they're on the Blasphem Fett cons uh, Leviathan Consumed side, uh, that last part of that text, if you would lose life from blood debt, instead banish the top card of your deck, that part's gone. So you would die from blood debt, because neither of these sides have a native way uh, to pre... Well, I guess they do natively turn it off. Um, but Humble is still the, the Leviah killer, is, is really what I'm trying to say. It already was, just like insane Leviah hate. Uh, same thing with... <laughs> That's an interesting follow-up question. Uh, what happens with Dishonor? If you have hit with Dishonor when they are on uh, Starter Leviah, uh, you know, Shadowborn Abomination, and then they, they transform... One, the question is, can they transform? I, I believe, almost certainly, yes. But two, once they've transformed, is are they still Dishonored, or would you have to land the Dishonor line again? I think you'd have to land the Dishonor line again. One, they would be able to two, be, I feel like they would be able to play it, because it's not saying, it's not an ability that you are, it's not the Leviathan you're playing's ability. It is a outside the game card ability. And then right. again, Dishonor also says that hero. 
Right. Loses. So again, what? So again, we come back around to what I was saying, where it's no longer that hero. It is a and whole different hero. I think you're right on that front. Uh, you know, the the release notes have shown us weirder things. So I, I think it's still up in the air, but I expect you to be right come release notes. So so, so we got this whole new Leviathan. Levia, and then she has got so many new toys oh that I'm not going to go over every single one of them. But I updated my deck list to include some of them. And there's one card in my deck that I'm considering taking out. And I wanted to say, Todd, we were on air because I want your genuine. What card do you think I'm thinking about taking out of this deck? Let me, Just let me... off the top of your head. At current time, is yes. it still in yes. the deck list you sent? Yep. It is okay. 100%. So there's actually two, but I'm thinking the one I'm probably going to keep in because. <laughs> Uh, it would be insane to pull off. So I was, I'm was. i going to wait because I don't want to like say the card and then you'd be like, oh, well, it's not the card I was going to guess. I am thinking the card you might be looking to remove, well, it's not going to be Soul Harvest because no. that's still a blue six block three at worst case. There's no way it's that. Mm -hmm. No. Um. Is it going to be Beast Within? It is Beast Within that I am considering removing from this deck. Yeah, because I'm looking through this list now with all these, these cool new shadow shenanigans. You are discarding far less. Yes. Or maybe drop it to a one or two of. I don't know yet. I think it still could be good as a one or two of. But... Uh, like you said, uh, so like I have the blood rush. So like if I have it on a blood rush turn, it's insane. Um, but I st like wild ride and pulping. I believe I guess in reckless swing, but I don't want to kill myself in my own reckless swing again. Right. So, <laughs> romp. I'm never playing. It's literally either a block or block discard or pitch. But yeah, I was looking at Beast Within, and I was like, you know, I might drop either count to either one or two, or even remove it all together. Yeah. It might be one of those that I put in the side and see how it plays without it, and then be like, how much do I really miss it? I was considering Swing Big, but then I thought about it, and like, Shard and Scream into a... If you are able to... If the Swing Big doesn't get banished into a Swing Big, is absolutely nuts, because that Swing Big is now coming in for 13 on two. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. I I think like the play there. I I kind of want to say this is where you get into that like early game Leviah that is more looking to play kind of mid rangey, right? You discard mm -hmm. exactly what you're looking to, you know. Uh, you block with exactly what you're looking to thin out your hand, so your Shadow Scream will hit. Um. Uh, because, like, also you probably want Shad and Scream to turn off your blood debt, right? So you're looking to turn off your blood debt and have two resources left to do the thing, to do the swing big. Uh, which I think this is another, honestly, another case for Hellhammer. Because if you Shad and Scream with the two, like, two other cards in hand, yeah, it's 
Well, no, that's right, because they didn't actually make it pay one. I really wanted them to make it pay one. So, the hex, so that's like, so the reason I'm keeping the hex, I went to the claws now, I think I'm back on the hexagore, because the amount of blood debt that I'm going to be playing again has went up, like insanely up. Um, but it's be so like, you can shard and scream, banish a card from hand, and if you still have a yellow or a blue in hand, you're pitching in your hexagore, your blood debt's turned off, and your hexagore's swinging for 11. Now hear me out. Crazy, bro. <laughs> You've already got no. gambler's gloves in the list. No! Hear me I, popped, out. I popped them twice and rolled a one and a two. So I'm already trying not to roll with this deck. But apparently I'm going back to it. So I have been hearing debates on running the common shadow gloves uh, over gambler's gloves. Is just banish them, prevent two. Yep, and, and like uh, yeah, they get like they've got blood debt, so it's a little bit riskier. Uh, but it I, it could be way worse. I would rather just play the iron hide gauntlets at that point. But then you got a pitch. Yeah, but let's say you That's have right. so let's say you have a reckless swing in hand, and um, and you have another card that if it hits, reckless swing doesn't do two. You can pitch that, block with the gloves, and then reckless swing them, and then you're blocking six. You're not wrong. <laughs> or let's say, out. or you have a blood rush turn coming up. I don't know because you would need one in hand. Um, yep. Oh yeah, no, because so if you don't have the reckless swing, you have a blood rush, and you have two non-sixes in there and a six, you can block with the gauntlets, block two, pitch the one you one of the ones you don't want discarded, pitch the other one for the blood rush, and then the blood rush discards the only card you have left, which is a six, and then you draw two. Like, it, I, I absolutely see where you're at with it. I but I feel like right now, you are underestimating the oncoming tide of uh, arcane. Oh, I mean, I understand because we have Vincent coming. That's why I have Skullhorn. <laughs> right. Skullhorn, Mandible Claw, and Arcane Lantern. Now, do you think you're actually going to need uh, like the Skullhorn's AB2? Probably. Or... Honestly, that is actually one where I might run Oh, the new brute headpiece. Yeah, that new brute headpiece. Oh, but I don't like it that much. I kind of do. The, this is the spoiled skull. As, as an action, pay one, banish it. Uh, target three action cards with different names in your banish zone and choose one at random. You can play it this turn. Guys, go again. Uh, so it gives you a little bit of like, like, hey, you remember that super fun thing that that really incredibly great card, Dread Screamer. Hey, look, I'm gonna pitch blue, play Dread Screamer from Banished, which I, I think is inherently better than the activated on uh, Skullhorn. Drawn discards amazing in a Berserk build, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. And it's great, like, in a, in a tight pinch in Rhinar. Because, hey, you can get an extra Intimidate off. 
but the ability to just basically pay one extra uh and like yes you might not actually get the dread screamer because it is a little bit randomized such as the brute life unless you target three dread screamers differently named oh um it's oxy no that that's the thing so you target dread screamer command and conquer and something else swing but also a really cool thing like yeah exactly you don't have to pick uh things with blood debt uh it is very solid it's got arcane barrier oh my uh, god blood rush bellow yeah because it just says action cards not are you starting to see the heat here it's, I mean, like I said, I love so, this card. I'm still playing Crown of Providence over it. I'm still playing Crown. I will because either the hand cycle or possibly going into a five card hand after a big block turn with like a crown and husk. Yeah. To put them on the defensive, I will value more than possibly playing one card out of Vanish once. You're probably not wrong there. Like you, you definitely get to play a thing, but it is it is the question of what is it that you get to play? Because in my head, by the time the spoiled skull is like, I want to use it. I'm at the point where it's probably close to I either need to kill them or I need to block as much as possible. Whereas like Crown can save me early to hit the gas a little earlier to where they might never come back. Because you've seen big turns, you've played Leviah, you've seen what big turns she can produce. Yeah, you played against me. You've played against me and saw the big turns on the other end. So it's... Um, like, I have seen the insane power she can put out. I'm, I'm not in any way disputing that. But the... I, I think... One of the things that frequently holds Leviah back is like running out of gas. And this is a one card get some gas back. By the time you're going to use this, you're going to be picking out your three best cards in there. And if you're at the late, late, late game and you know, you've got uh, a handful of blues because sometimes that's where you end up. Uh, you know what super duper fun card you can you can pull out of there potentially. Soul harvest. That too. <laughs> Do but <I> say? <laughs> Shad and Death Hydra. Hey, I'm just gonna super casual swing for thirteen. Yeah, but that's gonna cost you six or seven total. Sure. If if you've got a handful of blues, though, is is when you would choose that as one of your targets. Yeah. Oh wait, no, you can't play Doomsday. It's not an action. Oh, that would've been so great. You have a Blasma Fed out. Doomsday gets picked again. You have two of them. <laughs> Double Blasma Fed. Let's go. All right. It's a work in progress. Maybe yeah. that card yeah. is amazing. There's, there's so much space here. I. I think these are insane, and like, I, I would like to point out that we are missing a a few full cards mm-hmm. here. 
So uh, there, there is one card, uh, assuming we're getting a rainbow of tribute to demolition, uh, which it doesn't look like there's any re reason we wouldn't. We are missing at least one common. Uh, um, and that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming the Shade and Scream's going to come rainbow. Um, and if it does, I'm playing the red and the blues. Because even just a zero cost plus three, banish a card from your hand. Yeah. Um, so that actually... And then you can possibly time that with an unworldly bellow. If you play the reds, your next card's getting plus nine. Right. Because you can pitch a blue to unworldly. Yep. So you're floating the two for the thing you're probably left over with. So, then play Shadden. And it doesn't matter which of the two things you get left with. No, you, so one of them has to come out of uh, your arsenal. Or the card you want to play is in your arsenal. That's true, too. Or, I don't know, there's so much you can do here. Um, but we're, so we, so the other card I've put in is the Slithering Shadowpede. <clears throat> because even if it's not, you don't get the, if it's banished from your hand, you can play it from the banish zone. It's a one cost six. It's that early game that is going to, like, one of Levi's problems, like, starting off is, Either you get all the cards at Banish 3, or you get something like Mark of the Beast or Shadow, where you're going to start your Blood Debt early. Yep. Or, or you get lucky and you get one of the like three cards in your deck that don't have Blood Debt and don't cause you to Banish stuff and swing big Wild Rider Pulping. But even Wild Rider Pulping could possibly start your Blood Debt early, because if, when I played Jason last week... He went pulping, discarded Mark of the Beast, and then I came back to me. I went, all right, I see you're pulping. I raise you a pulping, discarded my Mark of the Beast. <laughs> that was instantly on early. I mean, it's one, but... So a one for six early game that doesn't have to... You don't have to banish anything from your grave is pretty good. So I figured I'm running two of it. And it's really solid, again, with Shad and Scream. Yeah, so if it does get banished, you can just go... Oh, okay. So yeah, if you line it up perfect with like an unworldly bellow, Shad and Scream, that's a card in your hand that's getting banished. Now all of right. a sudden, this if it's a red unworldly, now all of a sudden this thing's coming in for 15 on a one cost. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The power output Leviah got in this set. Like, like I'm not gonna lie. When I first started reading some of these cards, like, uh, like Ram Raider, you know? As an additional cost to play it, banish a random card from your hand. That hurts me in my soul. I like it because it's the shadow brute version of a regular brute card. Right. It's biggest problem, it doesn't have the draw card and. Uh, mm -hmm. So you are straight up losing, like, but resource I'm, momentum. Not all brute cards have the draw card, discard a card. No, but the best ones do. Yeah. There's a reason why you're not actually playing Record Realm, because it doesn't have draw a card, discard a card, yeah. and it doesn't have an upside. It is just two additional cost discard. So like, at the very yeah. least, Ram Raider and some of these others do have a disc like a like a benefit tied to them. It's just tighter. Um like 
Like Ram Raider, if that card you banish is six power plus, cool, you got go again. Neat. But I looked at it so risky to start. Like, but it's so great to be able to block with one card, pitch blue, Ram Raider, uh, banishing Slithering Shadowpede, play Slithering Shadowpede. A three-card hand, you present 12 with no brute random risk. That's the other. So that's not on there, but that'll probably go in the deck. It wasn't on there when I built the deck, so I couldn't put it in. And then there's another card that was in there that I looked at, and I was like, oh, I wanted to put that in, but it wasn't in when we... It's not on February yet, so I can't. So obviously yeah. all this is like... This is like... I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna literally Subject have like all the cards. So much. I'm gonna have all the cards, and we're gonna have to do a lot of testing for me. To oh yeah. One. Um, like, I <laughs> to put this into perspective, like you edited your list, your existing list, and you went, uh, you know what? We'll we'll see what happens from here. I started a Vincent list from scratch. That's uh, one nice thing is like I already had this list available. And technically, my my list is at let's let's see the full card count. Uh, I am at a a hundred and six cards that I'm currently considering. I feel like we're gonna be sitting at sheets for like hours, swapping cards in and out, and just playing. oh yeah, right. We're just gonna have like this gauntlet going. It is going to be insane. <laughs> so the other card I've added in here, I might actually drop it to a one of is a tribute to demolition because it can turn off blood debt. And uh, so if it doesn't turn off blood debt at worst, it's a two for six. If it does turn off blood debt, it's a two for eight, which is great. So I'm just like, like that's huge. Cause same situation. If you've got a, a blue or a yellow and this and a six, that is a highly consistent hand. And also, it's another early game card that you can play because it's not requiring you to already have cards in grave. You can just do it, and then whatever card right. you banish might not even have blood debt. You might be able to set it up that it's just going to come in for eight, two for eight, no blood debt taken on it. Yeah. Um, that card's good. I uh, put in one of the Shad and Death Hydra. Because this card is insane, but I don't see it as more than a one of. Um, Personally, I'm on a three of, like in my theoretical list, only because it's still a yellow, which is great. It has all the turn off blood deck conditions, um, and it blocks three. See, I mean, unless. And, and obviously, grain of salt, because I'm not a brute player. I see, there's so I just, many. Other I good see cards. big number and I go boom, boom. <laughs> Because, like, I don't want to see... This is a card I'm pitching early, hoping to get late. Um, so, in my head, a one-of isn't that bad. If it gets discarded or banished, oh well. You know, you're missing one big attack, but you have plenty of other attacks that are going to make up for it. Um, and there's so many other good... So, maybe this is where I drop the beast within and put maybe another one of them in. Yeah. It's I don't know. Um, 
Because I'm playing the Deadwood Rumbler, and that also does draw and discard a random card. And then you can banish card from your grave. Um, put three of the Diabolical Offering in, because it is a blue, so I am most likely... In my head, I'm like, maybe I drop this to, like, one to two, but I'm like, the blue is nice. Again, this is all pending um, how the... Like, we're obviously going to have to do a lot of playtesting with this. But yeah, for course. now, I'm starting with this at three, with three expendable limbs. Because if you can time them up perfectly with each other, you're blocking ten. Yup. Yup. Uh, I... You know what pains me to say more than anything here? Hmm. I don't think you need Eye of Aphidia anymore. I know. <laughs> I know. You you have relatively few draw discard effects left. And it's like I thought about taking out Reckless Swing too. Yeah. To be You've got expendable limbs. Yep. Um and like that is just kind of better for you. Like, yeah, you don't get to slap someone in the face in response. But but it's see like that card could be huge when you come up like low life, but if you're yeah. both low life. I so I really like it. I personally don't know that I would take it out, but I can see why you might. Maybe I put it in the side for someone because like I feel like ninja where you're just racing, it could become in handy because you can go, Oh, you're at two? Oh, you have a full hand? Oh, here's a reckless swing. I win. Yeah. Um, one card that it's not in this list because it wasn't on February is Blood Dripping Frenzy, which might be a one-up in this deck. Yeah. Because banish your hand, turn off Blood Debt, draw cards for each card with Blood Debt banished this way, and then your next brood gets plus X, where X is the number of cards six or more banished this way. So if you have a hand of Blood Debt, you're at, so at max you're get drawing two cards off of this. Yep. No, at max you're drawing three cards. Yes. At you three. you can at max uh draw four. With your good old friend Epot. My gosh. But I, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but you can technically draw more. Or you could draw four if you use Crown of Providence too. Or you can draw four with Crazy Brew. Or we can put the tomes <laughs> back in. Tome of Torment. Play that there we go. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. Leviah has so many new toys that she can play with that this that it's going to be exciting to like be able to have more flexibility in the deck. Yes. Because like maybe I take out the wild rides and I'll keep the pulpings, but maybe you take out the wild rides for maybe something more buffing and where you're just trying to. Maybe I start rolling scavskins more and just start like literally playing like these buffs and just trying to beat the opponent down with pure damage. Yeah. But Wild Ride has go again. But if I take out the draw discards and just have all this stuff that just goes, oh yeah, here's damn it. I, there's so much I can do with this deck now. I feel like even right. I would consider taking out Shadow of Plasma Fet. The the world has opened up, and it is incredible because now we don't have to play as many. No blocks. Yeah. You have more options. No block three! Except for Shadow Puppetry. 
Oh wait, Slithering Shadow Pete is a no block. Yep. Still going in. Still going in. But yeah, because that's one of those things, like we mentioned, like it it is an easier to play no block. It's like you, it doesn't have to stay in your hand. It doesn't require you to banish stuff. It's got a low cost. So absolute worst case. It's you know, you got two reds left in hand. Cool. I'll pitch that one. Sure. So yeah, like this set, um plus there's like you said, there's still some cards we haven't seen. I'm curious what the um fabled's gonna be. I it's gotta be a shadow card, right? Like I, I don't know if it's gonna be like the Demonastery, you know, the So if you think it's gonna be a shadow card, my so I talked about it last I don't know if you were there when I said about what my thought was in the buds. Um it was like the Shard of Ruin, which is something that's kinda like in the battlefield after this war has taken place. Fine. And it's just basically a shadow gem that you pitch and create a soul shackle. I would love and hate that. It. I don't know that I would run it. I would consider it. Um, but it is in such a fine-tuned spot that, like... Right now, my current list on Vincent doesn't want to banish much more than one card per turn. I I am looking to do a couple of shenanigans with some rune gating in, on board, uh, and and just have a good time. But, but you don't need a fable to play Vincent, all right? You don't. I can I can, I can play that in the via and be like, oh, cool, my blood dust turned off. Now <laughs> we're going hard again. Right. And who said, you know, who said it has to be playable? It doesn't have to. And, and I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Like, I... I am sort of expecting to have, like, that parody with Monarch and have a landmark for the Demonastery. That'd uh, be cool. Or, or the Portal, you know? Oh. Uh, I, either one of those, I think, would be pretty cool. Um... Uh, I don't know exactly what it would do. Um, like maybe it has an effect that, like, while while it's active, you do the soul shackle thing, but a way to disable it, like like the library has. Ooh. So it's not like trapped there forever. You have a way out when you need it, or your opponent has a way out, and you get to have them waste part of their action. Which I love. Yeah. Who knows? The fabled is always like. And then there's also people saying that the fabled is just going to be E Strike, too. Yeah. Which would be cool, but if you're telling a story with a set, I would keep the fabled like in the storyline. I think so. Because, um, like, Dynasty got a story. But and the command and conquer lines up a little bit with it because right. Of the like I, I think it's a really cool card. I would be pretty upset if they did 
Bird. you know, yeah. fabled e-strike. I that would just be so sad to me. Uh, I I want something playable, playable. Even even if it's fringe playable, right? Like you know, a lot of people aren't going to. You don't need it. It's just kind of cool. So, I do have one more thing I want to ask you. Did you read the article from yesterday? I think it was. Uh, the are you talking the one where we got the, you know, we watched Leviathan get consumed? Yes. Yes, I did. So, I think it's cool how they dropped it. They basically, basically like foreshadowed it before it happened with Leviathan redeemed and that, and then all of a sudden, boom, now that's the thing. But also, the fact that the kids sacrificed themselves for Leviathan Plasma Fed. Kids. The, I, I feel like those kids are the are the who's from whoville who all joined hands <laughs> uh, at, to to give Leviya aka the Grinch her heart make that thing grow three times as big cuz let's let's be honest yeah that that's what it is like when i read that scene it's cool but i was on like this is this is just little evil who's so basically to sum up the story is the light heroes retreated into Solana, correct? Your yep. soul. Which is basically as all these runes, like the stones protected it from the evil shadows. These three thirteen kids gathered around and all of a sudden Leviathan or Blasmophet consumed Leviathan just ruptures out of the freaking ground breaking a hole in it and allows all the shadow beasts to come in and everybody's now running to the library where Prism is just there crying. Yep. Yep. And what is I, this? Oh, I so badly I I want to know Vincent's story. <laughs> and like we got to see her do some cool stuff. And I just, I need more. The lore's so, getting good, y'all. So the one thing I like in here is a mere window, narrow and fragile, murmured Vincent. Her words, words slurred and uh, is that eff, eff, oh my goodness, I'm ephemeral. Thank you. So does that mean so she has trouble talking basically is what I'm seeing this. Yeah, the the implication in there is that she's having other conversations at the same time. Yes. Like she's sidetracked. Or uh, she has like multiple like things go like maybe it's like so she has multiple like conversations in her head going on as she's trying to talk to the to Leviah. Yes. Yeah. So what we're here so final thoughts for this week's episode is down with the light, up with the shadow, go to monastery. Go team. My my final thought I want to leave y'all with 
<laughs> I would like every one of you over the course of the next week to reconsider Vincent as a top tier UPF hero. <laughs> it's not something I want to see in UPF. <laughs> Listen, all of those like all of those jacked cards say for each opposing hero that lost life. And you know what you can do with rune chance? Target them all individually. Or this could come in really in handy in PvE too. Jeez. Exactly. Alright. Uh, so UPF best up. format. UPF is best format. We need more genus support. We need merchant support. Come on, LSS. Give us merchant support. Um, check out thebandishzone.com. And Derek, anything else? I already, I already said my bit. I know you did. Anything Rest I... in pieces, y'all. <laughs>